Hello and welcome to the all new Thai Gap podcast. This is me being brewed with me is Bogus Noog. Welcome Bogus to the new podcast episode on this Thursday. Today. Welcome brewed. Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. Now today we are continuing with our world famous template of it's not easy mm-hmm. and the topic that we're going to discuss is comedy. Yeah. As simple as that. We should have done this being, you know, <laughs> probably the first one or two the top three topics for a self proclaimed comedy podcast <clears throat> yes i mean we did do a two episode special on humor humor a while back yes i think one of our best episodes to date yeah where there were no laughs do check it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> like humor had zero laughs where to sell our own episodes bro yeah okay and um, also i think we are coming across as very philosophical of late and self deprecating and uh, that is but obvious yeah but very philosophical nevertheless mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. so therefore we are going to choose this particular topic and we'll set the context then we'll go into why it's not easy and then we'll see how long we can take the episode <laughs> okay yeah but, so unlike our usual it's not easy template yeah where we start off with a context then we go into why it's not easy and then we end with why it's important this episode we will end with just a conclusion we'll just abruptly end yeah we'll like just, a punchline yeah but bro before we go into that i do have a shout out for one of our fans yes who has written in via twitter dms yes abhishek has written in saying uh, hi guys i loved your podcast on dreams and nolan so abhishek is actually referring to our episode interpretation of dreams yes uh, brood has been catching fire of late a lot of people have been listening to it i know i know yeah i don't know if you've seen the lot of people trying to sleep <laughs> yeah because i'm sure if you search for dreams yeah then you would have searched for how to sleep <laughs> or they might just be curious like seeing what these guys talk about mm. i wonder what they dream about <laughs> <you know? laughs> and those dreams be crazy uh so check it out that's a very interesting episode and the second episode he appreciated was of course the bane of christopher nolan a take on the nolan's directorial style yeah his movies and how he makes all of us as pseudo intelligent people yeah we also did that with a special guest mcnality yeah. so another one of our popular episodes do check very popular we got like four and a half downloads <laughs> but uh so if goes Abhishek, on to say okay i'm i'm a very recent follower of your work i admire both of your knowledge oh abhishek the delusion you're living in <laughs> we can't not support that statement yeah. more than anything but abhishek thanks a lot for writing to us yes. and uh, thanks a lot for taking time out to mm-hmm. actually appreciate our work mm-hmm. and we admire you too for the fact that you're listening and from you're a distance yes from a distance and uh, for the fact that you're officially a thigapian yes and if the rest of the audience if you want to write your own opinions on how good bad ugly we are mm. you can write to us on instagram at underscore thigap and on twitter you can tweet us at at thigap and if you want to really write a long composition which we will yeah. be bored to death by reading mm-hmm. you can mail us at mindthigap@gmail.com as simple as that Awesome. Now going into the episode brood. Yes, so we're going to quickly establish the context yes. focus and I'm going to take it off mm-hmm. like usual. Sure. So what we mean by it's not easy comedy mm-hmm. is we're not talking about comedy specifically, not mm-hmm. not the dictionary comedy meaning yeah. or anything. 
but we are talking about people who put themselves out there to be comic to be funny to be funny More to make often people laugh that, yeah yeah and who like to have that lively mood in the room whichever room they go mm-hmm. so these guys are really the guys who are risking hurting someone or mm. you know going into the wrong room and still trying to make it lively and you can expect that these guys can probably be funny even in a funeral yeah right probably the toughest place to be funny yeah also going into the wrong room and probably saying the wrong thing yes i mean there is a lot yeah there is a lot so we are talking about these guys who want to be funny who like being comical and are right? generally funny yeah and they're they're pretty successful at it i mean they're known to be funny in their yeah. own circles you will always have those one or two people who you are like oh these these are the funny guys in the group yeah right and we are talking about them because mm. we are not them <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, we are trying to be them so we're kind of students of them and apart from that there also could be slight overlap onto professional stand up comedians yeah i'm part of it yeah a little bit but i think somebody who takes this hobby very seriously becomes them right yeah. basically playing the game at a bigger level in bigger rooms yeah filling up rooms voluntarily making a profession out of it right yeah. so but at a core these are the guys yep. right So because that's the context of yep. what we mean by it's not easy comedy mm-hmm. right any mm-hmm. questions here nope i'm going to take a pause here and see if you have any questions nope no questions bro it was just a clickbait title got it and uh, i'm going to take a double pause here and still see if you have any <laughs> questions here <laughs> let me see no no questions perfect i think the pause was worth yeah. so now let's go into the concept of why it's not easy yep any reasons why you think it's not easy to be that guy who's comical who's funny who's risking everything yeah so what i'm going to say is more for the people who are not the funny ones you know who are in the company of these people totally defeats the purpose no, of no, the no. episode it is just the other perspective <laughs> okay you know so the people who are not the funny ones but they're around these people mm-hmm. and you know they enjoy their company because they lighten the mood they lighten the atmosphere they make a tough situation digestible because yeah. you know they ease the tension or they break the tension in the room by cracking a joke where does it usually come from and this is just my subjective opinion i could be wrong but in my own observation majority of the times bro what i've seen is usually people who are really funny organically naturally mm-hmm. it comes from a foundation of disillusionment some frustration probably there could be some anger there could be some adversity in the background because of which those situations when they were happening they may have been so tough to handle that eventually once you overcome those or go beyond those then you might actually see the humor in that mm-hmm. in that situation you might turn around and see oh i survived that yeah and it was so ridiculous i can't believe that you know i actually had to go through all that bullshit and then you start analyzing and you see the cosmic humor in all of it and there is a cosmic humor you know the fact that we never know how we are going to die when we're going to die but that we are going to die in itself is funny yeah way. darker by the word yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what i meant to say is usually these people most of them many of them this is the foundation from where that funny comes from you know it's not how people tend to think at least from my observation it's not happy go lucky guy you know whistling a song every time and he's just all sunshine and butterflies and he's he's just cracking jokes in all the situations there may be a few of those people who are that way who are naturally funny they don't need adversity they don't need frustration or anger to channel they just have that superpower they just have it 
yeah. organically and you know they just and that's that shows in their jokes also you know there is a difference in uh, the comedy output between these two types of people but just for the other unfunny people to empathize mm. with where these people are coming from what could actually be going through their mind i just wanted to set that disclaimer it's not easy because this is not something everybody talks about and it's not something that people generally know i mean the unfunny types they don't generally don't know this about the funny people so that's one reason bro yeah so but i let me give my take sure. on on the whole fact that you know funny people have adversity mm-hmm. they have skeletons in the closet etc uh, well, many of them yeah i think you are talking about rappers <laughs> rappers are the guys who come from that kind of a background and we've seen 8 mile i've seen gully boy uh-huh. right if you look at that story closely they are the guys like they see rapping is the only way to get out of that adversity not cracking jokes but to that point also there was a lot of humor in um, eminem's lyrics Yeah, I mean, especially see, when he was starting off you know it, rapper <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like the ad- adversity in his life you mm-hmm. know he did channel a lot of humor into his lyrics uh, yeah so that. how i look at it is it doesn't really matter what background there are a lot of people who go through adversity there mm-hmm. are a lot of people who go through dark past yep. they have like really you know whatever but then there is a funny guy irrespective of I mean they are not always in adversity right at some yeah, point yeah. they move on they 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 have a better life yeah they so, would have gone through intense amounts of uh, adversity or you know uh, depression in a phase in a moment yeah, and then they would so, have passed it so like i said see it's not just with funny people and this That's, is my take i think a lot of people go through that before you continue can i just add a small thing because you reminded me of a point there mm-hmm. the fact that all of us go through it you know whether we are funny or not mm-hmm. it's just how we cope with it is different that's where i was coming to okay go ahead the funny people there is one superpower that they have and mm-hmm. it's not being funny in itself mm-hmm. it is actually that ability to observe things from a very very different perspective right that would not be available to everyone yeah that is what makes somebody funny or that is what is the ability that makes them write a joke or tell a joke yeah right they're two steps ahead of the conversation they're three steps ahead of the other person in front of them because they're seeing things from a very very different place they're seeing how absurd yeah, the situation is it can get yeah the joke is about making the whole thing absurd right yeah. so irrespective of what they go through this is the ability which i feel is what differentiates a funny guy to any of us like any normal people right mm-hmm. because they are observing things while they are happening yeah and they are able to foresee where this will go it's like doctor strange thinking about 14 million possibilities and then they are like this is the one which can which is so absurd that it actually can make people laugh yeah right so that is one quality i think funny people are fundamentally guys with that quality and it's in very high magnitude yeah it just happens to be their coping uh, mechanism whereas you know people who are not generally funny who don't have that skill or that muscle they probably will cope in different ways so so again it boils down to that skill right yeah. so you either have it or you don't have it yeah so that is one for me why i find being comic is not easy mm-hmm. is from the comedian's perspective itself and the thing is first of all 
anybody who's identified to be funny or you know has a great sense of humor mm-hmm. i think this is the only quality which automatically puts in a lot of expectations on them right you know if you're extremely punctual there's zero expectations from you mm. right if you're extremely you know disciplined there's zero expectations from you mm-hmm. but if you're extremely funny and even if you're not like a professional guy if you're just that one colleague who's supremely funny then there's a lot of expectation of oh dude you know what so and so is here mm. it's going to be really funny we are all going to like have a great time yeah and it's almost like a predetermined predefined expectation right yeah handling that expectation is not easy yep. and there are multiple reasons why it's not easy because there's that one rainy day where that person doesn't want to be funny because he might have had gone through a bad day or yeah. a bad morning or whatever yeah and people easily overlook that mm. the fact that these guys can have a bad day these guys can have like a down day or whatever mm-hmm and you don't even think as an audience or as a colleague right as an unfunny guy you're not even thinking that it can happen to him too or it can happen to her too mm. you just don't see that being a possibility yeah which is so dumb of us to be honest that you know it is absolutely a possibility but we don't take that into consideration yeah right it's a lack of empathy absolute lack of empathy and mm-hmm. it's it's for a fair rational also we can't empathize with how these guys are coming up with these funny jokes yeah so we almost kind of give them a certain respect or you know not respect but you, we put them at a pedestal from our perspective right yeah dealing with that itself is very difficult for a comic and it actually proves that they're more lonelier than anybody else because the the thing that a funny guy goes through is nobody is making him laugh exactly right and that's a very very sorry place to be yep. when it's like you know i can take great pictures of people but nobody takes a good picture of mine hence i don't have a great picture yeah and the dumbest question that people ask a photographer is how come you don't have a good picture of yourself yeah imagine the frustration of the photographer who doesn't have a good picture of himself yeah the same thing goes for like a funny guy like who is making the funny guy laugh mm-hmm. and imagine anybody's life who has to go home and not laugh at all yeah or doesn't get to laugh rather mm-hmm. so that whole experience is not easy yeah the other reason is for anything that has a performative aspect to it mm-hmm. or there's some kind of a performance involved what people may fail to empathize with is the amount of energy expenditure mm-hmm. that is involved yeah. in that exercise yeah for example if someone is usually funny all the time yeah. and you count on them to actually make your day better or that situation better but they're not being funny it's probably because they're completely drained out you know and it happens yeah it happens because in order to actually consciously say something funny or do something funny to lighten up the room yeah. or the uh, environment it takes uh, some energy expenditure on part of that person so i mean this is what happens with you know professional stand up comics as well yeah which is after the show mm-hmm. you know the better the show goes yeah while performing they have this amazing high right you know full adrenaline is pumping through them right. because the crowd is giving them live feedback everyone is cheering they're loving the jokes so it's all a great high but what follows a great high is an ultimate a low yeah it's yeah. a lull so as soon as the show is done they are actually they're tapped out they are completely tapped out and if you count everyone in that room or that arena where the comedian and all the audience hmm. by the end of the show the audience is in a much better state of mind yeah. because they received the jokes yeah but the comedian is actually in the worst position yeah because they only have that small satisfaction that ah oh, i did my show i did it hmm. well people seem to have liked it yeah but apart from that yeah. it's all downhill mm-hmm. it's all 
a downer and they're going back alone to their hotel room or whatever mm. and they're just going to be staring at the you know ceiling not able to sleep because that's what it does to you you know so when people come up to these professionals after a show meet and greet they expect that to still keep continuing you know like yeah, the comedian yeah, like, <laughs> you can you imagine kevin hart laughing his heart out like yeah, <laughs> what a crazy joke oh i just looked at you you're also crazy <laughs> exactly so they're expecting that the comedian is just walking off the stage continuing in that same mood and that laughter whereas that person is completely tapped out yeah. like you said so a little amount of empathy if you knew that this is what they were going through probably you would be kinder to them That's the, that's yeah, the whole re- point. Yeah, you imagine that, right? You have to dissipate your energy to like say 100 people in a room. Yeah. It does take a lot out of you. And they have to keep recharging so fast. Mm. Like I I'm, I'm talking about professional stand up yeah, comics, yeah. right? They they do back to back shows, back to back shows. Someone like Dave Chappelle will run a show for like 6 hours, 7 hours, right? I mean, that's he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like the regular guys, they have to do back to back. Andrew Schultz between Andrew Schultz did club hopping they to do, do like one hour shows yeah, like back to back in a day right yeah, yeah. so it takes a lot of energy and it's not easy to maintain your and you can only deliver a joke when you are happy and this is something again when I'm, you're with it yeah when you're with it when your conviction is at the at the peak yeah and to maintain that it takes a lot out of you yeah that's another reason why it's not easy mm-hmm. uh the third reason is there's a very very thin line to them as people and them as a comic there is an element of disrespect yeah that comes in yeah anyone who is funny automatically okay is th- a court jester yeah doesn't court deserve clown yeah you know you don't um how do you say this like treat them well you don't treat them the same way yeah. that you would treat anyone else yeah like this guy i can say whatever, whatever. i can exactly. do whatever exactly there are no rules there are no rules i can treat them however yeah. i want because oh it's a funny guy yeah. it's a clown and that's again wrong expectation setting right and this is the dilemma that a comic will always go through yeah as to do i stick up to my personality or as an individual or should i let them speak what they speak and you know i'll just be the funny guy who left his self respect at home so that they don't get affected by all this yeah. you know it doesn't get to their head yeah and i've i've read a lot about these people i've heard a lot about great comics talking about it and it is a very huge it's the great to be or not to be kind of a thing yeah where there comes a day where these guys really give it up mm. saying that you know is it really worth to make people laugh if this is how i'm going to be treated mm. right and when that day comes it's a very dark day like in watchmen one of your favorite comics yeah, yeah. when the comedian dies graphic oh, novel brute please yeah i, I apologize <laughs> yeah. your favorite graphic novel yeah when the comedian dies yeah the world is in chaos yeah right? it's a It's Ill a v- omen. Yeah. yeah. So we don't want that to happen. I mean, like, you know, it's all about letting them be. Mm. If you know a funny guy around you, let them be. It is okay for them not to be funny one day. Yeah. Right. It is okay to share that silence with them. And it is silence. Anything which is not funny, even if you're having a great conversation, mm. for a funny guy, it is silence, right? It is just white noise. Yeah. Because they are constantly thinking in their head as to how do I make something funny? And it's a very frustrating phase to be in. It's like, how do we make Thai Gap Podcast funny? We have done like <laughs> 90 episodes not being funny. Funny, we pulled it <laughs> off. 
So it's a very frustrating space to be. Yeah. And they are looking out for support in this term, in yeah. this particular aspect, right? I mean, they hope for it. Yeah. Th- Somewhere deep down, they hope for it. That somebody will say like, do it, it's okay, don't crack a joke. That, yeah, that it's Just okay to it allow them today. a serious moment when they want to have a serious moment. Yeah. You know, uh, it's that famous uh, Pagliacci joke. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? No. So this joke goes... Is it an Arabic joke? No, no, no. Pagliacci is an Italian name. Oh, it is a, it's an Italian. Buongiorno. Yeah, Buongiorno. Yeah. So, this guy Canto. goes to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and he says, Doctor, you know, I've been having horrible uh, time of it. Mm. Extreme depression. Mm. You know, I, I feel like I feel suicidal. I don't know what to do with my life. You know, it's, I'm coming apart at the seams. Is there anything you can suggest or anything you can advise? Mm. The doctor says, you know, there's a world-famous comedian playing right beside, right next door, Pagliacci. Mm. He's supposed to be the most funniest guy in the world. Mm. Why don't you go to one show? Probably that'll do you good. Yeah. This guy says, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. Pagliacci. (laughs) (laughs) It's an amazing joke. But it just puts everything in place. Yeah. And imagine such vacuum in their head that it's so haunting and you're just like having nobody to go to yeah right and that is exactly what i mean by that dilemma you never want the funny guy or the comedian Mm. to start thinking that is it worth it a politician can think like that yeah police guy can think like that Mm. an activist can think like that yeah anybody can think like that but not a comedian you know the day comedians think is it worth making people laugh is mm. it worth me losing all this or, or me taking in all this of yeah. pain and hatred and indifference? The worst that you can do to a comedian is be indifferent to him when they're not funny. Now that you bring that up, I've actually seen that collateral damage happening in real time. Mm-hmm. And it started around 2018, 2019, when this whole culture started mm-hmm. shifting, you know, to extra sensitive, etc. Yeah, yeah. So in that phase, I saw some promising comedians who were really funny. Yeah. Because they were still channeling, you know, right. whatever frustration. They were in the making. No, I mean, whatever frustration they had, mm-hmm. they were still channeling it and making jokes out of it. They were at the receiving end of cancel culture so much mm-hmm. that now they've completely thrown the comedy out the window yeah now they're just angry yeah now they're just shouting they're Rant. just ranting into the mic into in their streams etc it's right. no longer the same guy who was able to take his frustration yeah channel it and make a funny joke out of it yeah where you actually laughed at the joke first and then you realize the aftertaste okay right. there is there is truth pinch of there is a pinch of darkness right. there is truth to this it hurts you know it bites all of that stuff now those comedians are no longer comedians in the technical sense right they're just ranting right because they've lost it mm. you know completely and this is the collateral damage that we're seeing yeah absolutely and and that's exactly why you know the reason is i think a lot of people don't realize what kind of a dilemma an individual goes through yeah when they're kind of coined to be the funniest person right imagine this in an office mm. if anybody gets a whiff that you're the funny guy yeah then there's almost that unsaid expectation and again see funny guys also take it up on themselves sometimes that yeah no matter what i the expectation things. is created first yeah, it's, of all. Yeah, it's, it's also self-inflicted mm-hmm. uh, most of the times. But at the same time, you also, having said that, you, you, it goes still kind ways. of, yeah, it, they still kind of like expect that, okay, this is when they're going to take me seriously. Yeah. And it's very difficult for someone to put a serious tone to something. In a corporate scenario, the disrespect is what comes first. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you can feel the spit on your face. Like, yeah. you gaya, tu. <laughs> and it is because they have honed that whole persona right like a comedian is like a magician mm. like you know how magicians build one trick and like live with it all their life 
right i don't I, know if i think do you know this thing like uh, the whole uh, how elaborate the magicians practice no i know that but i think the parallel i would go with is the reason why that disrespect comes in mm-hmm. is because comedians they're looked at as synonymous with clowns they're looked at as synonymous with jokers jesters jesters jokers clowns yeah. and then it goes to the fool yeah you know because the comedian even though they're smart they structure their joke in you, such a way you, that they look like fools self deprecation self deprecation right? yeah. people take that seriously they believe it right they're like oh this guy has no value i mean if that guy was really a fool he wouldn't be able to structure a joke right. in the first place yeah i think we covered it in our humor episode comedy is a serious business oh yeah you know i've not seen anybody who was writing a joke and is just falling off the table and laughing no that process is horrible <laughs> yeah th- that is when you know the joke isn't good yeah <laughs> if you're able to laugh more often than not then the joke isn't that great rather it might be good but yeah it's not the one that will hit the nerve yeah so it is a very serious job so you can only imagine the mind of a funny guy as to what kind of serious levels of dissection it is going through mm. to just make something absurd enough to make everyone laugh yeah so that dilemma coming back to the point of dilemma where where as an individual they are kind of thinking should i bring my self respect along with me should mm-hmm. i leave it somewhere is it worth it yeah to leave it or is it worth it to keep it yeah do i have more to lose if i have it do i have nothing to lose if i don't have it mm-hmm. all these things are continuously running in the background and they're so good at camouflaging all that right mm-hmm. that you as an outsider would never see this coming yeah. or you would never even imagine this exists in the background yeah and if anyone is thinking what's the big deal you know I'll tell you. You got to save your comedian. <laughs> no, it's for the same reasons that you quoted, you know, that dilemma mm-hmm. where they make those choices or right. they see the options. Right. Should I do this? Should I be vulnerable? Yeah. If there's anyone who is naturally funny and because of that dilemma and the choices that you mentioned, if they decided that at the workplace mm. they will not be funny because they don't want to pay the price right. of what you mentioned, then the downside of that is you have a human being who is spending a large part of their day of their time in the workplace not able to be themselves not able to express themselves yeah. in the way that they would naturally express their talents are not not being. brought forth uh, to the surface and everyone loses because of that any human being whose natural way of expression natural talents are curtailed like that yeah. are censored everyone loses and i've seen a lot of people malum i've seen a lot of extremely funny guys who just kind of you know how you can sense somebody is funny but they're not being funny how no I, i mean i've ever gone through it it's not like a question i'm, I'm saying like have you ever felt that oh this guy must be very funny but he's just not being funny right now yeah yeah did you feel that yeah so whenever i felt that right it's almost you know they made the wrong choice of not being funny voluntarily mm-hmm. because they're scared that you know it might hurt them more than they can take or I don't know there are multiple reasons it to it. It might be reasonable also. Like, it is absolutely reasonable. Yeah. I'm not questioning that choice. If the crowd around them are absolutely immature, dumb, yeah. then if they even if they be funny, it's just going to blow back on them. No, I I completely I'm not judging their choice. Right. But I'm saying the very fact that when you can find somebody who's funny, right, but is not being funny, mm. you almost instantly see that how trapped that person is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost it kind of instantly becomes sympathetic. It's tragic for me. Yeah. it is so unfortunate when someone is you know by force censoring themselves yeah not putting their original version or natural version right. out into the world we all lose as a consequence it's of huge that. loss it's a huge, huge loss. loss and those are the people where the dilemma is right or the brim 
they're like crouching and then becoming normal they're they're about to pounce and they're normal yeah. and you can see that back and forth in them mm-hmm. and you're just like dude spit it out i just want to hear whatever it is i don't care spit it out yeah and if you allow them to spit it out if you make them feel safe if you that. yeah if you can give that confidence that you can be who you are just trust yeah yeah just trust it's like luring in a you know an abandoned puppy mm. if you are able to bring them out you'll see a wolf in them right yeah. it's like no more a puppy and that is the person who has been trapped for god knows however long yeah also i mean if you are empathetic towards these people then if they are censoring themselves you know by mm. compulsion that's just sowing the seeds for mental health issues now if you are a human being you're not able to express yourself the way you want to express yeah. you're not able to cope with things the yeah. way you are built to cope with things yeah. that's it that's where mental issues start from right right that's malignant malignant tumor yeah yeah to to the soul to the soul so brood in summation yeah. in conclusion yeah in conclusion comedy is not easy so we just hope that yeah know, this, I, there's no, there's nothing that this, i can actually put as a conclusive statement well i'll there's just no punch i'll give it a shot okay. you know in conclusion i just wanted to say that what we try to do with this episode is give some perspective shed some light on the other side of what's going on with these people so mm-hmm. that and we you all have someone like that in your group yeah. for sure for sure 100% 100% so, and whether it's with them or with professional stand up comics mm-hmm. you know if this makes sense to you and if you approach them with some more empathy and some more kindness i think uh, they will in return enrich your yeah uh, there's time more well. power to them yeah yeah but you don't have to do that with us guys tigap is like nah, we don't give a shit yeah we don't give a shit <laughs> we're not funny <laughs> we're trying to still figure out the funny yeah <laughs> but uh, but as we are figuring out the funny mm. you know being ardent fans of thigh gap what mm. you can do is subscribe and share and share